This is an ABC podcast. Can you be more Pacific? On ABC Radio Australia. Bula Viraka, guys. Bula, bula. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Can You Be More Pacific? We are your hosts. I'm Rock. And I'm Kevin. Together, we are Rock and Cav. Talking all things sport across the Pacific. Coming up in the next hour, highlights and lowlights from the week. Interview with young tennis champion. You don't want to miss out on this week's top five. And we check in with PNG. So much to get through, so little time. Let's go! Let us disembark. Can you be more Pacific? With Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia. Bula Binaka Rock. Bula, mate. How's your week? Mate, the week's been very busy, yeah. but uh, got through it at the end. Nice. What do you mean? It's still <laughs> middle of the week. You <laughs> See, that's how much of the week is going well for me. Okay, okay. How was your weekend? Oh, the weekend? Yeah. Uh, casual as usual. You know, just dad life. All that, cleaning up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about you? Yeah. Oh, you know, just... Uh, what did you get up to? Oh, just living life, uh, being a champion, uh, <laughs> you know, in life. You know how it is. Yeah, I, Cav, you know what? You are a champion, right? Say it again. Sorry. I, want, I want my, people to know so, that. Sorry, my, my, my mic was off. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 your mic. Yeah. Uh, you're a champion. Yeah. You know, don't let anyone say that you're not. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, uh, on the weekend, West Coast AFLW star Dana uh, Hooker uh, is the second athlete to have an accident in the kitchen. So, the kitchen is one of the most dangerous places to be at. Yeah, so what happened was era. she cut her uh, tendon in her uh, ankle. Her Achilles? Her Achilles. And now she's out for the rest of the season. How do you reckon she'd done that? Well, I don't know. She was juggling knives or something. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to be in the circus. <laughs> How do you think she'd done it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Because like... He fell on the Achilles, right? Yeah. So she would have to like probably accidentally hit it with the hand and then what? it just... She quickly done a sidestep and turned around and cut her ankle. I was like, oh my gosh, the knife! <laughs> my leg! No! No! She watched it in slow motion. Spirit, uh, oh. And it's a, the second injury um, uh, because Corey Webster injured his uh, hand with a knife cutting an avocado. He needed surgery with that too. Oh man, what's going on in the AFL? <laughs> And the, and the basketball. Yeah, oh, oh, and the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Our producer just looked at me like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> no, but true, right? Yeah. Have Clumsy. You had, have you had any accidents in the kitchen? In the kitchen? Yeah. Oh, I, I have actually had an accident, but it wasn't in the kitchen. So I was in... Well, then Dory then. <laughs> <laughs> so I, no, no, I was, <laughs> I was in Fiji and then um, I put my phone up on live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember this? You remember this? I wanted to be a hero, so I put my phone on live to show everyone I was cutting a coconut. I had a machete. I was cutting a coconut, and I missed the coconut, and I cut my, my finger. And, and instead of just like, you know, going, ah, I played it off, and blood was just coming down my hand. That's how plastic cab is. <laughs> I played it off, and I just kept cutting the coconut. You know what he done? I saw it. The blood was spurting out, right? and, and he licked it. <laughs> After he licked it, it's spreading out even more. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing, mate? 
I, I wanted to, to be cool, so I drank the coconut really fast and I turned the camera off. He was in hospital for two days after that. <laughs> Ruined my whole holiday. Oh, it's just something about noise. Rockin' Cabs Plays of the Week. All right, our play of the week yes. this week is none other than the GOAT himself. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Wow. Winning it for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against yep. the Kansas City Chiefs. 31-9. Man. So, so that's the first time in uh, NFL history that a team has not scored a touchdown in a Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. And it's the first time that um, a team in the Super Bowl has won the game at their home ground. And you know what's and even more played. amazing? What? He said he's, he's still got more in him. Ooh. Ooh. He's got one more year. Mate, like I said, he's the goatest of goat. <laughs> True? The, the goat herder. <laughs> he's the goat's goat. <laughs> I'm a goat herder. <laughs> uh, so I think him and Ro- uh, Rob Gronkowski is going to stay on another year. And I think they might try to acquire Julian Edelman. Oh, wow. Yeah? Yeah. And who's that? So he's a, I think he's a wide receiver. Uh, he's at the Patriots. So they might try to get him, but I don't think they will need him. It was, it was definitely why I wasn't uh, Mahone's game that day. No, you know what? Mahone's, I really felt sorry for him. Uh, he did everything All he could. All the passes. Did you see that? Yeah. All the passes that he threw? Yeah. He none did of them everything was he could. I, I don't think uh, the offensive line was doing him any favors at all. Uh, man, he looked like he was getting chased. Like <laughs> He looked like he was getting schooled. Yeah. By the goat. Yeah, you know when like when when you had like uh cookies or chips and children used to run after you? Yeah. <laughs> or your little cousins, you had to that that was him. <laughs> Looked like he was in school. He was like, Good morning, Mr. Goat. <laughs> Good morning, children. Good morning, Mr. Goat. <laughs> but Tom Brady, man. Uh, he is unbelievable. What was your highlights of uh, that game besides the game? Oh, the highlight. Her her um sang as well. She's a uh, R and B singer. She was amazing, by the way. Who? Her. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say who's her? <laughs> Hers, her, man. Hers, her. Who's her? R and B singer. Yeah, she was good. <laughs> You're terrible. And um, we had that um the weekend's halftime show, oh. which I think was pretty good. It was lit. Uh, I was hoping we would get past the weekend's. Fun fact: he he paid for uh. For his performance, he didn't get paid for it, but he actually forked out money for it. Yeah, I hope they got a refund. <laughs> Who? Who's they? NFL. But he paid got... for it. He paid for it. I you idiot! Got... <laughs> Shut up! He paid for yeah. it. He paid for it? Yeah. Oh, what a waste of money. <laughs> Shut man. You know what? No, nah, it, it was... I, I, I enjoyed it. He looked like he was getting chased in in, in the thing. Eh? You know what I really enjoyed? So uh, the, uh, the two artists that sang the um, national anthem, it was Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan. Oh. Yeah. So, um, so I, I watched that and I think the NFL got their last name mixed because um, Jasmine really uh, took me to church that day. Oh, my God. Wow. There it is, guys. The first dad joke. Oh my god! I was waiting. For, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting. Oh, are you kidding? Have you got the song "Take Me to Church"? Oh wow! <laughs> no, wow, producers not love it. Yeah, come on, give me something. You know what? Honestly, uh, there was a streaker on in the fourth quarter. Only you would. Uh... 
<laughs> I was watching. I was watching. Nah. What was he wearing? Pink? Yeah, yes, he was. Yeah, I know. So there was a streaker. And apparently the rumor is the guy, the streaker, made a bet that there would be a streaker in the fourth quarter. Right? Oh, no way. He made the bet. And it was paying like some ridiculous price. So he he paid the fine twenty five thousand. No, the, the, the <laughs> fine. No, no. Listen to this. So, the fine to get out of jail was only a thousand bucks. No. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, him and his mate, they they both put in a bet. I don't know if this is true, but they put in a bet that there'd be a streak in the fourth. So his mate distracted the security, ran one way, and, and gave him time to do a, uh, to run on the field. Little fun fact. So you know <laughs> how good Man, is that? Full of surprises. How good is that? Full of surprises. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, yeah, I had to do something from uh, you know the weekend show. So shut up. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. AFLW news. <clears throat> Without more Laloifi, Carlton Blues lost to Western Bulldogs. Yeah, they really missed her and her defense. Yeah, brick wall defense. <laughs> Look more like a plastic defense. <laughs> <laughs> what? Come on, something. What? That wasn't a good dad joke? No? Oh, man, spewing. The goat of dad jokes standing next to me doesn't approve. You can tell he's not a dad here. Oh, Oh, God. Anyway. So the score for that game was 5-6-36 and 6-6-42 to the Western Bulldogs. Yes. Hopefully we could see... Moa back next week with her devastating defense. Yeah, she. it was good that she rested that long, so... Yeah, warm up those shoulders. Oh, brick wall shoulders. Oh, bring back the biff. <laughs> yes, uh, so NFL... Oh, NFL. NBL. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. NBL, our boy Shay. Yes. Injured. Another injury, First man. four minutes. Can you hey. believe that? Yeah. I think that was off a layup, too. I know, right? And he landed and just wasn't... Well, it wasn't a proper landing, too. I told him, land with your knees. Like, I know. He should have taken... He landed, he landed with his back. His, hip, his back or his <laughs> hips? <laughs> I know. He, I, he should have listened to you. Mate. No, you know, I, I told him. I, I messaged him. Like, Hope for a quick recovery, mate. Uh, looking forward to your next game. Yeah, and then and he, he goes, like, who's this? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, he was like, no worries, us. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, yeah, us. He goes, mate... <laughs> He thought you were those uh, call centers. <laughs> no, I don't want to buy a frying pan. <laughs> Anyways. Moving uh, on. Yes, your your Pelicans, NBA. Not my Pelicans. Yeah, your Pelicans. Your you Pelicans. You've, been, you've been wishing for a triple-double of uh, old uh, mate. I've been getting nothing, nothing. But, um, yeah, so uh, last week, uh, last week, Saturday, they defeated uh, Memphis Grizzlies, 118-109. Uh, our boy, Stephen Sitiveni. Oh, is that a boy now? Uh, Sitiveni Atama. That's his Fijian name. So, uh, yeah, he got four points, one assist and one rebound. Wow. So, you sound so disappointed. Yeah, I am very disappointed. Oh, wow. I know a little something about basketball. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. We'll be talking about that later. I'd rather not. And then on Tuesday, they beat uh, Houston Rockets 130 to 101. Stats? No, I'm not going to give it. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on. To Premiership Rugby. Yeah, Sale Sharks defeated Bristol Bears yes. 20 to 13. Our boy Randra was sidelined with a knee injury. Yeah, that was a, a forwards game. And he was over. It was like, oh, I'm sick of scoring, man. Yeah, I know. He wanted to give everyone else a chance, yeah. but dang, maybe next week. But uh, yeah, Northampton beat Wasps 22 17. Tangele. Nairaboro scored a try and was yellow carded. For scoring the try. Yeah. So they go, that was too good, mate. Get off. 
<laughs> but uh, also, Matavesi scored a try. He's the hooker for Northampton. So that's good. A few Fijians going around. And another thing I took from the, the, the weekend's game is they're still doing air high fives. Are they? Looks so stupid. Uh, look, Tangele scored a try. The guy came up to him to shake his hand. No. And they did a, a he air brushed, handshake. No, he brushed it. No, an air handshake. It was an air handshake. It's the first time I've ever seen one. Really? It wasn't even like air high five. It was an air handshake. So it was like... Like that. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. That's dumb. It's not yeah. weird. It well, happened. it is to be stopped. <laughs> Honestly, you're tackling each other and you're going to do that. Come on now. <laughs> so dumb. Bring, so back, dumb. bring back the handshake. Oh, make handshakes great again. <laughs> Not even the beef. Bring back the handshake. Like a proper solid handshake. Respectful. Disrespect. Discussions around the Carver Bowl with Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia. Around the Carver Bowl, where we sit around our traditional and national drink and we talk all things sports and more to past, present and future sporting athletes, coaches and journalists. This week, we have a very special guest. We caught up with her earlier because she is participating in a little competition called the Australian Open. She was up against the veteran Sam Stozer, but was knocked out in straight sets 6-4-6-4. She is of Samoan descent and was killing it on the court since she was just seven. She's got four singles titles from the ITF Women's Circuit. She made her Grand Slam debut in 2017 at the Australian Open, which made her the first player born in 2000 or later to participate in a Grand Slam tournament. He is our girl. Destiny Ayava Taki. Destiny, thanks for jumping on uh, with us today. Um, can you just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm a professional tennis player from Melbourne. I'm 20 years old. Just played the WTA 500k event um, in Melbourne Park, and yeah, just preparing for AO coming up. Oh, nice, nice. And, um, tell us how. Uh, what got you into playing um, tennis? Um, so both my parents are really sporty, and um, I was just watching TV, and obviously I knew I had to pick a sport. So tennis was just on the TV, and I was watching Serena play, and um, yeah, I was just drawn to the sport and just happened to pick it up pretty fast. Mm. Um, do, you, do you look up to Serena uh, as a tennis player? Uh, I did when I was quite young for a long time. and um, But now I just, I don't really have any role models besides my parents. I just try and be the best in my own sport and, um, yeah, get to where she is, I guess. But, yeah, she's um, been a role model of mine for quite a long time, but... Not anymore, because I may be able to compete against her. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. That's so good. That's nice. Um, were there any other sports you wanted to play? I did netball during school. I really enjoyed that. Uh, tennis is quite a lonely sport, so I probably would have chosen um, a team sport like netball. But I probably would be being an actress if mm. I wasn't playing tennis. Very nice. Theatre or movies? Movies. Cav oh. is uh, quite an actor himself. Yeah, I act on Instagram <laughs> and Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, um, what sports did uh, your parents play? So my dad was a, a professional powerlifter, did taekwondo, uh, boxing, rugby. Uh, Mum did soccer, rugby. 
I think she she's she did uh AFL as well last year. I think she's still doing that. Um yeah. So a bit of everything. Wow. That's a lot of sport. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did your did your dad ever teach you like self defense and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, uh, both my parents did. Sometimes I still incorporate that into my training. I think it's quite fun and, um, yeah, really good for your fitness. But I just enjoy the environment of um, training around other people. Very nice. Yeah. What was the motivation that has kept you competing at, you know, because you've been doing it for a while now. You know, what kept you uh, motivated? motivated? Uh, I think definitely my parents, they pushed me a lot when I was young and just trying to keep me uh, motivated to be the best I can be and better than everyone else. Um, I didn't really have much time for a childhood. So I think just being around competitive people and uh, tennis is quite competitive as well. So yeah, just I think from seven as well, I played my first tournament and ever since then I've just um, only known tennis. So yeah, have pretty competitive personality as well that's always good in sports yeah it helps helps, of course so you've been um playing for a while now uh do you have uh, a game day ritual oh before i just like get my stuff ready the night before and then uh, i don't really go out during tournament weeks i tend to stay home a lot um eat well and try to stay off my phone on game day uh, not on social media, and then uh, put my phone away probably like an hour before matches. Um, maybe listen to music or go through the game plan with my coach. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Nothing too drastic. Wow. Can you can you give that advice to Cav over here? <laughs> <laughs> I was on Game Crush or whatever game that's called. <laughs> uh, Candy Crush. Oh, yeah, get Candy right. Crush. That's Idiot. how old oh. I am. Sorry. <laughs> game Crush. <laughs> I, pr- I play Candy Crush in the morning when I wake up and before I play footy. Nah, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, level are you on? I'm on like level 1,725. Wow. What level are you on? I only got up to about 300. <laughs> Jeez. And you call yourself You uh, call yourself a professional. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Jeez. It gives me a headache. I hate that game. <laughs> Thank gives you. you a he- oh, damn. <laughs> a 20-year-old is telling you that gives <laughs> her a headache. <sighs> Whatever. Check yourself, Cap. At my age, you need all the help now. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but uh, Destiny, like, throughout this whole COVID period, um, has that affected your training at all? Uh, a little bit at the start, but I love being active and I, I hate rest days. I'm on my rest day at the moment and I, um, I'm finding it really hard to not go for a run or something. Um, but yeah, well, since tennis like is naturally socially distanced from the other opposition, I didn't really find it that hard because I just went down to the local court anyways. But yeah, I just uh, when lockdown happened in Melbourne, uh, just before I went to Sydney. So at that time, they weren't on uh, any restrictions. Um, so I could still train up there. And then when Sydney got the cluster, I left there and came back here and then everything was normal um, back home in Melbourne. So I haven't really um, been restricted that much. So it was good for me. Um, so what what are you most looking forward to in 2021? Uh, probably 
getting able to travel again for more tournaments. Um, I know when I come back, I'll have to quarantine. Um, but yeah, I've missed traveling. I used to hate it, but now looking back, I think I took it for granted. So yeah, I'm probably looking forward to that the most and seeing what new things I could do with my life, I guess. <laughs> Um, where would probably be the best place that you've ever played at or the best uh, court you've ever played at? I think definitely Rod Laver Arena here in Melbourne um, and overseas, probably in somewhere in England, I think um, maybe Birmingham. That was really nice. Wow. Birmingham, is that near the Bahamas? I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds the same. Oh, gosh. Destiny, um, would you have any words of advice to young up-and-coming athletes? Probably just to have fun with it and um, enjoy it as much as you can. Not everything has to be so serious and definitely make time for your social life and family. That's most important. Um, Because we get so lost in our work or job and uh, just lose sight of what's most important in life, especially during these times. I think uh, coming together and, yeah, just enjoying being alive, I guess. Yeah. True. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Yes. Thanks for that. (laughs) Destiny, for for such a a young woman uh, who's coming up in the ranks, you definitely achieved a lot of things and we, we look forward to your future and we yeah. thank you so much for jumping on board with us and yeah. taking, taking, taking time, time out of your um, busy, busy very schedule. busy schedule. We really appreciate yeah. it. No worries. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. Thank you. Thank good, you. And good luck on the upcoming tournament. Thank you. That was Pacific Island Tennis Sensation, Destiny Ayava. Top five. Cap. Yes. You know what time it is? Yes. It is our top five. Take it away, Cap. Take it away. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Weird. So what's our top five this week, Rob? Mate, in honour of the Super Bowl with the Goatus of Goat. Yeah, the Goat Herder himself. We're going to look at the Goatus of Goat Polynesian NFL players. Yes, mate. Number five. Number five. Number five. Vaisikahema. So Vaisikahema is of uh, Tongan descent. So he was the first Tongan to ever play in the NFL. Played running back and uh, kickoff returner for eight seasons from 1986 to 1993. Uh, he was drafted by St. Louis Cardinals, who are now called the Arizona Cardinals, uh, and also played for Green Bay Packers and Philadelphia Eagles. First Tongan. First Tongan, bro. Uh, who was the first Polynesian, you reckon? The Tongans are Polynesians. No, who was the first Polynesian? Oh. Like in general? Uh, I don't know. Serevi? <laughs> 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 nice. Moving on to number four. Yeah, none four. other than Haloti Ngata. Ooh, another Tongan. Tongan. Descent. Yes, he's a defensive tackler uh, from 2006 to 2018. Mm. Drafted by Baltimore Ravens. Also played for Detroit Lions and Philadelphia Eagles. And he won a Super Bowl in 2013 with Baltimore. 
I was going to say that. Okay, sorry. What the heck? Yeah. He played with Ray Lewis, everyone. Oh, the great, that? Le- the great Ray Lewis. It's getting hard in here. You mean, you mean Ray Lewis played with Ngata? Think of that. Come on, bro. Oh, Disrespect. What an honor for Ray Lewis. <laughs> number, <laughs> number three. Number three. Jesse Sapolu of Samoan descent. He oh, Samoan. Finally, a change. <laughs> Jeez. He was a center guard from 1983 to 1997, drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. Four Super Bowl championship rings 1984, 1988, 1989, and 1994. I think he is. Um, the first Polynesian, because uh, it says there 1983. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. But um, yeah, he, I think uh, Jesse Sapolu is uh, the only Polynesian with that many Super Bowl rings. So he's like the Tom Brady of uh, of the islands. Wow. <laughs> Tomasi Brady. Tomasi yeah. Brady. It's not about Tomasi Brady, but... Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Our number two, rest in peace to this our great... Legend. Yeah, basically. Junior Cell. Ooh. Yes, yeah, so, uh, of American Samoan descent. He yeah. was a linebacker. He played between 1990 to 2009. Yep. That's a big season for him. Uh, Drafted by San Diego Chargers. Also played for Miami Dolphins and New England Patriots with the GOAT himself. Mm. Tom Brady. Yeah. Mm. Uh, He taught him everything, actually. How to be a GOAT. Uh, Unfortunately, he died in 2012 and he was found to have CTE. Yeah. So... A disease uh, linked to, like, uh, repetitive head knocks. Yes. So... Yeah, he, uh, he got the um, NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 1992. Yeah, and he was the first Polynesian to be drafted into the uh, Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah. What so an achievement. I remember when they immortalized him, as they say. Yeah. So it was a big event. All of uh, San Diego, they loved Junior Seau. And uh, when he passed away, Fiji, uh, George Vecoso made a song for him. Yeah. So it was Sweet Darling, but it was changed for Junior Seau. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, and now, number one. Drum roll, please. That was a long drum roll. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I could have gone and made a coffee. But number one is Troy Polamalu. Troy the shampoo king. Yeah. <laughs> Cab wishes he had hair like that. Oh, before. man. The oh, radiant the hair. The jealousy that you oh, had. Gosh. Just watching him just look, rip up yeah, with that look, hair like that. Oh, man. He looked like a Samoan lion. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so he was a strong safety from 2003 to 2014. Played for Pittsburgh Steelers his whole career. Two-time Super Bowl winner from 2006 and 2009. And he was inducted into the Hall of Fame last year, 2020. Last year, really? Yeah. And he was also inducted to the College uh, Bore Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah. That's a clap right there. Yeah. Troy Palomalu. And I think he was the first Polynesian to have his own, uh, to be in his own Shampoo? commercial. Yeah. It was uh, Old Spice. Old Spice. Old Spice. Troy Palomalu. Wow. What yes. was the ingredient? Coconut? <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I think it was coconut and lime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Can you be more Pacific with Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia? Oh my God. Can you be more Pacific with Rock and Cav? Talking all things sport across the Pacific. 
still to come, checking in with PNG and our unique take of the week. All right, guys, it's time to change up the pace and head on over to Papua New Guinea. Our reporter there, Peter Pusal, recently spoke to the coach of the PNG Hunters, Matthew Church, about the team, the selection process, and the Q Cup ahead of their move to Australia. First of all, uh, Matthew, welcome to the show. The team that was selected for the 2021 season, just tell us a little bit about uh, how that process was and uh, what you've been doing in the preseason with the team and uh, what you're going to do over the next uh, week or so. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, the, the 2020 season being cancelled, I spent a fair bit of time back in Brisbane, um, but with that I was allowed to, to watch each Digicel Cup game um, throughout the 2020 season. With the benefit, I guess, of knowing what was coming ahead with the change of the rules at NRL, we'll adopt the NRL rules in the Entrustive Cup season for 2021. Um, so yeah, having a bit of an advantage to, to know what that looked like and how the game was played and how it's influenced and you know, current game trends. So uh, had that at the forefront when, when selecting the squad for 2021. Uh, I, was, I was really happy to be able to do that. I guess the late appointment of my position in late 2019, I didn't really get to pick the squad that came in and um, I feel like this squad that I've assembled is a, is a lot more balanced one of the few key things that we need to, to have is guys that have leg speed. I think if we look at the NRL um, and certainly in 2020 when they made the adjustment, some teams struggled and they've got guys that have, aren't really quick through the middle or um, you know, lack, lack leg speed and, and they, they tend to just struggle with the new game trends. Um, so yeah, picking guys with leg speed, um, guys that like to play on or over the advantage line at speed um, certainly came into the forefront um, for, for that squad selection. In terms of the squad, there's some players that you've, well, not necessarily singled out, but uh, have shown a lot of potential in your eyes. Uh, can you tell us about uh, one or two of them that uh, you think will have a good season in 2021? Yeah, well, um, there's 11 new faces to the, the Hunters squad in, in 2021, and, and nine of those guys are between the age of 19 and 21. Uh, I, I did that... Um, yeah, intentionally, I guess, and, and one of the hardest things to do is find out information about these guys. Um, yeah, so I was, I was constantly ringing around each week um, while I was back in Queensland um, to players that were in the Hunter squad and saying, hey, how old is this guy or, or whatnot. So, um, but yeah, but I intentionally went went younger because um, we're a pathway and as much as we, it's a dream for everyone in PNG to play for the Hunters, at some point we have to go young because they're the ones that are going to go onto the international stage and play in the NRL or the Super League. So of that, yeah, some some really young talent. So we've got um, Judah Rimbu, who's 19, Premiership player this year with a well, 2020, sorry, with a Hella Wigman. Um, it just really struck me of being really calm. Just you know, obviously I didn't have the audio from the games, but I could see him, you know, waving his arms and telling older, much older players to settle down and where to get to. And um, he has a lot of attributes that you want in a, in a rugby league player. And, and at 19 to have that, um, I guess certainly with. I see a lack of quality coaching across PNG. Um, you know, being able to when he goes to dummy half, being able to scan numbers and count numbers down a short side, and you can see that just in his actions with his head. Um, yeah, so really, really excited to see what he can do, and especially being around older, experienced halves like Asay Bowers and Charlie Simon. And yeah, another one, obviously, probably getting a bit of attention lately is uh, Joketty Bere. Um, powerful left centre reminds me very much of Justin. Probably heavier than Justin when Justin was with the Hunters, but he's probably around Justin's size now in bulk. Um, same intent, either side of the ball. Um, very smart. He's got a 
uh, a uni university degree already at 21. Um, yeah, tales from the same area or province as Justin, so there's a, a lot of similarities between between the two. I think he definitely has um, the opportunity to to step up to the next level, and, and I'm, I'm, I can't wait for him to see what we can do at the Intra Super Cup level with him. All right, the other big challenge that uh, you guys you will you will face this year, well, the team will definitely face is the fact that you will be um, situated in Queensland and playing out from Queensland. So as far as home games go, home games have always been a strong suit for the Hunters. We've always been very strong at home. That won't be the case in 2021. Um, but it's not just the home ground advantage that you lose down in Queensland. There are a lot of Queensland uh, Papua New Guineans, but it's not the same playing up here. What are the other challenges in terms of having players from another country who don't have much experience? I mean, you've got 19-year-olds, 21-year-olds... Um, adjusting to a new culture, a new climate, new ways of doing things. How are you preparing them for that change and the fact that they'll have to also play and be competitive and handle what's happening around them in Australia? Yeah, I guess firstly, um, you have to acknowledge that it is going to be a challenge. Most of our boys are, are grow up in a village setting and yeah, they're going to move away from, from, from that setting, definitely. And we, I guess we're lucky enough most of the boys aren't from Port Moresby anyway, so they they make that decision to relocate and and be in Port Moresby if it was a normal season. Um, the added benefit of you know we've got five or six senior players who have actually lived overseas before, so they've been sharing their experiences. Mark Mom, former Kumul captain, who's uh, yeah a guy I played footy with twenty odd years ago, um, he's been a great help for me um, since I took over as the Hunters coach. He's been. We've, he's offered to come in and we've done a couple of sessions with him and he's met with the players about what it's like transitioning to life in Australia. Yeah, so there's a number of initiatives around how do we support that, um, their transition. We've been very strong on their mentality in the, in the pre-season. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things is, yes, we're going to be away from home, but we don't want to make that as an excuse for a poor performance. Um, we're going to be based at a high-performance centre, there's a number of consultants that, uh, that I'm going to bring on board to be in and around our program. They're high quality, they're vast experience at NRL level. So from a coaching perspective and, a, and an environment, a training environment, we, we should have no excuse from that. So it's how we attack that mentally. So, yeah, we've had some challenges along the way and it, we're, we're still not over the challenges yet. We're still waiting to get to Queensland and get approval to get there. So it's there's some challenges and you know, we've highlighted to the boys yesterday, it's, you know, we're the only team that has to go through this, and while while we're the only team, this can be a, a strengthening um, thing for our group. It can bond us that we're all going through this together. Uh, we're making a, a huge sacrifice for the good of the game in PNG to do this, um, and yeah, definitely there's some stuff around mindset and, and, and intent and how we can do that. And on to the actual 2021 season when it kicks off, uh, you'll have 25 rounds. Um, that's a pretty long season after virtually nothing last year from the QCAP side of things. What is the goal? What do you want to accomplish? What will you be satisfied with at the end of this season? What would that be? What would that look like? Well, there's a, there's a number of things. Firstly, um, yeah, we, part of our relocation is boys uh, all get a two-year 408 visa where they can actually study and work. So on a personal level and professional level that we're doing stuff away from just what the hunters are doing. Um, yeah, so we make them better Papua New Guineans, not just better players. And I feel like if we just make them better players, I'm probably failing at my job. 
Um, we've just brought on, on board a, a wellbeing officer and it's the first time in the Hunters' history that it's been a, a resource for the playing group. I guess one of the questions I asked when I first took over the job was you know, what Hunters have gone on to be successful in anything other than rugby league and it was a bit of a, a dull silence for about 10 minutes so um, I saw the problem there. Um, others might not have seen it because we've just been focused on our performances on the field so certainly from that aspect my my directive is that we you know we have to make them better humans so I believe that the opportunity to be in Queensland and be surrounded by external education um, that can grow our guys will be a great asset for us Uh, on the field yes we certainly don't want to be blaming that we're out of country or that type of stuff and those consultants I spoke about before I believe that they'll add a hell of a lot of value to our program not only to the players but to the staff I know they'll challenge me as a coach and make me a better coach in terms of performance I guess I didn't have a full season um, in 2020 and normally when you you change the program or change the people in the program I, I believe development sits you see the development from the 12 to 24-month period, not in the 0 to 12, and I um, kind of only got 0 to 3. So, um, But we certainly want to see a vast improvement in our performances from the 2019 season, where they only had three or four wins. Um, yeah, we certainly don't want to be la- languishing at the bottom of the table. Um, I believe that the new rules suit Papua New Guineans. Yeah, if we can just get them to correct some old habits and as long as we keep improving um, I believe that we you know we're a fair chance of, of making the finals and, and rolling into that closer to the finished product when the finals start coming around so at the start we won't be we won't be anywhere near where we need to be but um, we'll, we'll be continuously getting better throughout the season and then hopefully yeah when when it starts winding up and we start that the second season in the finals that we're um, we're putting some really strong performances on the board. All right there you have it the word from SPPNG Hunters coach Matthew Church for the team heading into the 2021 Interest Super Cup season in Queensland. We wish them all the best, and it's back to you, Rock and Cab, in the studio. Wow, that was amazing. A, a lot of adversity <clears throat> that have to go through. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really uh, like how uh, the coach said that Matthew Church. He, yeah, he's bringing in a lot of extra crew. You yeah, know, to help out with the players, not only on the football side of things, but um, also like um, to help players grow as 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 he said, PNG. Yeah, individuals. Individuals. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be good. I, I can't wait to see them play this year, especially um, when they said the the Queensland Cup will be under NRL rules. So yeah, that'll be very interesting. You know, um, I it'll think it will suit the PNG players for I sure. I think it'll make for for a faster <coughs> game as well over there. So I think it'll suit the PNG. They like to obviously play with a lot of physicality and stuff. So that'd be good. It'd be good to watch. So everybody, tune in. Can you be more Pacific with Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia? All right, we're looking into our unique take of the week. Yeah, where we give. Our yeah, anyways, um, so our unique take of the week. Ah, oh, yes, this is big news here. Very unfortunate. Um, Vale Leon Spinks, yes. uh, the legend himself. R.I.P. Yes, he, he has died at the age of sixty-seven mm. uh, last Friday, battling cancer. Yes, so, unfortunately. Um, 
So he was a world heavyweight champion who defeated Muhammad Ali in his eighth pro fight. So um, very big if achievement the, there. If, if the last name Spinks ring, rings a bell, uh, his brother Michael Spinks was also a boxer who fought Mike Tyson. Uh, and he was cr- considered one of the greatest light heavyweight champions of all time. So, yeah, rest in peace, Leon Spinks. Indigenous women's all-star coach Ian Burke has said he is pushing for an Indigenous female coach to take over in the next 12 months. Yeah, yeah. he has high hopes for upcoming uh, assistant coach Jess Skinner, who he's working with uh, during the all-star campaign this year. He's also keeping an eye on recently retired forward Beck Young and former Jillaru Bo Dela Cruz. Yeah, so that'd be very good because there's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of, um, yeah, so like women out there who's uh, you know yes. capable of taking that role. So, so, like what Stan was saying last week was, um, you know, like he'd like to see a lot of uh, Paci- uh, Indigenous and Pacific Island uh, former players take those roles. You know, that's something I think the the NRL. And AFL should and, really look yeah, into and sporting uh, Australian sport in, in general is looking um, lacking in. Uh, I think one of the things that um, I took out of the the interview last week was that he said that um, we're not lacking in uh, leadership, but we're lacking in uh, opportunity. Opportunity, you know, but, and, and and it's true, you know, like we come from a culture where leadership is pretty big, you know, like. We have our own communities. Yeah, it's, it's part of our culture. Part of our culture, our own clans. Like, you know, we have chiefs and all that. So I think um, just the opportunity side is what we're missing. And I think it'll be great, you know. It'll be something for, like, the next generation to look forward to. Yes. Um, yeah, we have, like, for the Fijians, you know, we've got Petro, who's uh, doing massive things with the Kaviti Silktails. And where's Nangama, who's the, the coach of the Kaviti Silktails. So um, I think if... Um, a lot of young Pacific Islanders out there that want to be coaches, I think they should be given that opportunity, given like, you know, probably a pathways program in order to become a coach. And uh, hopefully we'll see more of them like uh, Stephen Kearney leading yeah. the NRL team in the future. And you know? also with that, um, you know, the players these days, they think, oh, because they don't make it, they have to go to like, you know, the yeah. nine to five job. But there's other avenues you can take for... for um, the sport that you you know you were playing, yeah. So as in coaching, referee, radio host. <laughs> Come on, talk to me. Boom. We're all about fa- we ask questions and we answer. What questions. were we asking? But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, speaking of All Stars game, Roxy Murdoch, who Ooh, is ma- yeah. married to Ben Murdoch Masilla, will be making an appearance in the Maori Women's All Star teams later this month. Well. You know what? That's a very talented family right there. Yeah, yeah. She has played for the Warrington Wolves since their maiden season in 2019. And she is so dedicated to the team that she attended the Wolves jersey presentation the night of her wedding. So she walked Ben is like, babe, what about a honeymoon? Oh, wait, that can wait, man. I'm busy. <laughs> she walked in there with a, a wedding wow. dress. Wow. That's dedication. <laughs> dedication. <laughs> Wow, man. Benny's on the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> Benny was standing at the door in his tuxedo waiting for it. <laughs> the man. Far out. That's so good. I'll be interested to see that kind of dedication on the field as well for the Maori oh, uh, team. Yeah. So, That's you know, a given. Oh, uh, she'll be putting on a lot of hits a, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maybe even in the dress. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be warming up in her wedding dress. <laughs> No, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but moving on, 
Uh, Paul Green has been announced the new Queensland coach. I don't know why this is news. So, yeah, he was the former North Queensland coach. Uh, He has been inked to a one-year deal with Queensland. Uh, he, He reckons it's his dream job. Really? Really? Like Garbo wouldn't be your dream job? Come on. <laughs> Should New South Wales be worried? I no. think not. Are you serious? Yeah. Are, you, like, are you kidding? Worried? Mate, first of all, Darren Lockyer's is not there anymore. Yeah, I know, right? Jon- Jonathan Thurston's not there anymore. <sighs> Sam Tyday's not oh. there anymore. You guys are like... Oh, they're all gone to boxing. <laughs> <laughs> the worst team in history, mate. <laughs> Imagine they beat us again. I know, this right? year. Oh, I hope not. Oh, God. <laughs> Please don't replay this. This is going to be so embarrassing. Hey, what about our mate? Who? Benji. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So he has found a home. Yes. In the, bo- um, in the uh, borough. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was good. He's not even a dad and he can make them. Oh, wow. That's, that's what a dad joke sounds like, Yeah, man. okay. No huh? one cares. <laughs> All right. Go on. Yeah, so, um, so, so we now have the Cam Smith tracker. Yeah. So last week it was the Benji tracker. Now this week is the Cam Smith tracker. So I believe he'll be at the Gold Coast. You Duh. know why? Because he's living there. Yeah, he and, has lived uh, there. Uh, our mate Stan Grant said uh, he spoke to him the other day. Did he? Yeah. What did he say? He goes, what are you doing for next year? He goes, what, what else, mate? I'm playing for Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> They're all about Stan, Stan Grant was like, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> as soon as we walked in, he goes, guys, guys, guys. You know what happened? <laughs> Nah, but um, I think uh, he he saw uh, uh, Tom Brady and his uh, performance in the Super Bowl, you know, going to a new team, new coach. You know what he uh, said, Cam Smith? He goes, man, I can do that. Because he's the other goatest of goat. Oh, please. He's the goatest goat. (laughs) Anyway, uh, moving on. So Dean Fire has been given an immediate release from the Panthers to go to Super League and play for the Catalan Dragons. Well, uh, I know Dean Fare. Yeah, you do know him. Yeah. Dean, uh, Dean Fare, actually, is how you uh, pronounce his name. Dean oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's a, bit, a pretty big loss for... Uh, um, yeah, he's such a talented player, but he's just, yeah. he's just like a good, honest player, you know. He does his job. Yeah. Gets the job done. He's a big tackler. He'd be good for big, Catalan Dragons. Yeah, it will be. He's a very talented player. Uh, yeah, and moving on to... Speaking of uh, another talented player. Gun. Yeah. But uh, moving on to rugby union news. So Roger Tuivasa-Shek has signed with Auckland Blues for two seasons. Right. Wow. Next Congratulations, up. Auckland Blues. <laughs> the 2022 uh, Super 15 champions. <laughs> next there there on Bukai. Yeah, right. He wishes. <laughs> um, the, the real question is, do you think he's going to make the All Blacks? Uh-huh. Now that he's in the Auckland Blues let's, team, let's take it one, one game at a time. No, no, no. I, I want to know. Do you think no. he will make what? No, really? Yeah. Well, that's a big call. And I made that call. Yeah, but oi, how about? I hope he proves me wrong. Yeah, but how about um, Lomape, the centre? Yes. Huh? He couldn't crack it in uh, in in rugby league. He was at um, Warriors, but then he moved over and he's an All Black. So was uh, Milner Scudder. Who was at the Bulldogs could yeah. crack first grade and he went over. What do you reckon? He's got a and, good chance. He's got a very and good RTS chance. RTS is a very talented player. Yes. So he's got. Oh, uh, I see where you're coming from. Come on. Yeah. Maybe it, it's like it's like rugby <clears throat> league. When you go over to rugby union, you can make it. Oh, wow. I'm serious. <laughs> no, Big no, I'm serious. No, you know <gasps> wow, one one, one classic uh, example was Jesse Mogg. 
he couldn't crack the um, the Sydney Roosters squad because he was playing fullback for uh, Newtown Jets. As soon as he went over to rugby league, he became a wallaby. Talk to me. I'm speechless. Huh? Huh? That's true. Yes. Come on. It, it is a easier transition for um, rugby league players. Thank you. To make it into uh, the top tier teams in rugby union. All about facts. That, you, that is true. All that is true. Facts. I mean, you have Curtis uh, Curtis Rona. Yes. Um, heaps of Tangele, other players. Oh my gosh! Huh? One game though. Marika yeah, Kodimete. He, no, he didn't even make Suli Vunivalu. Yeah, he didn't have to play. Come ag- on! Do I have to? Oh, bro! But anyway, that's a story for another day. <laughs> Can you be more Pacific on ABC Radio Australia? What are we looking forward to this week? So, uh, you know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the twins. Yes. Huh? I'm looking forward to your twins. <laughs> so, yes. guys, if you don't know this, my friend Rock over here and his uh, beautiful partner, Manisha, are expecting twins. Yes. Uh, boy and girl. Wow. We still uh, yet to uh, know the names. Yeah. So, so oh, two, good. two weeks we will be away. Yeah, because uh, Joe needs all the sleep there. <laughs> Can. So, yeah, so Rock needs a lot of sleep, oh, so of sleep. we will be away for two weeks. Not like I don't sleep a lot, anyway. But yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to going to the hospital and seeing Joe oh, cry man. because his uh, future's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm an uh, emotional wreck. <laughs> so I'm I, very happy, Dad. I, I want to know uh, how are you excited, nervous, mate? All are of the you, above. Are you scared? All are of, you terrified? All of sanctified? the above. <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. Um, what have you been doing, like, to prepare for the twins? Oh, just oh, well, it's more, it's Mon that's been doing everything first oh, and foremost. Mate, she's just a leader, eh? You know, yeah. leader on and off the field. <laughs> Former Allstate player, yeah. Now a mum of three, yeah. Oh, jeez, wow. Yeah, jeez. so yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to that, and uh, I can't wait to show the world my yeah. beautiful children. Yeah. So two weeks time, we'll be back. Joey will be a father of uh, three, and uh, Cav will be. Uh, Driving him around. <laughs> <laughs> ABC Radio Australia, your home of rock and cav. Ah, man. man, what a show. Man, what, what a, a show that was. Action-packed show. Full what of, an action-packed show that was, eh? It wasn't as many dad jokes as last week, but oh, that's good. Look. But <laughs> hey, look, uh, first of all, um, before we go, I just want to give a big shout-out to my lovely partner, Manisha McKenzie. She's been the rock of the family, so I want to say thank you for doing all you do. In our, our family and looking forward to uh, raising these three kids together forever. Oh, God. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, guys, same time, same place next week. Yes. But things will be a little different. Uh, we're taking a couple of weeks off um, due to me being a dad of three. Um, but not to worry. We'll have the best bits of Can You Be More Pacific? That's right. We'll have some of our uh, favorite top five and favorite interviews to keep you guys entertained for the next two weeks before we come back on and totally kill it again. (laughs) Yeah, so if you missed the show or just want to listen to the magic again, it'll be replayed on Friday, 2pm PNG time. Or you can find all our episodes on the Radio Australia website. Time to go. Love you and leave you. So long for now. Ciao. Can You Be More Pacific, an ABC sport production for ABC Radio Australia. This program has been funded by the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade.